in the name of Jesus. We glorify you, we glorify you, exalted above all. For you alone are God, there is none like you. 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 Uncleanness within me, contamination or defilement of my spirit, soul, or body. Lord, I ask that you cleanse me in the name of Jesus. Father, purify me, purify me through and through by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, make me whole, make me whole as I come before the throne of grace this evening. Tonight, oh God, tonight, even right now, right now. Right now, grant me grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Purify me, O God, in the name of Jesus. Cleanse my hands and purify my heart in the name of Jesus. Bible says the sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. The prayer of the upright is his delight. The sacrifice of the wicked. It's an abomination to the Lord. You are telling God that, Father, any way in me that is unclean, anything in me that renders me a wicked person, that renders me somebody that you abhor in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that, Lord, you take it away. You take it away and make me upright. Restore unto me right now uprightness in all aspects of my my being in the name of the lord jesus in my spirit oh god restore unto me uprightness in my soul in my body i uprightness in the name of the lord jesus christ by washing me clean by the blood of the lord jesus washing me clean with the blood of the lord jesus christ place me and wash me through and through in the name of the lord jesus purify my conscience oh god in the name of the lord jesus in the name of the lord jesus and every covenant every covenant that i might have entered into unholy agreement I lay them all at your feet and I ask that Lord cut them off from my life cut those ties from off of my life and set me free in the name of the Lord Jesus I join myself to you and only you in the name of Jesus I give you praise, I give you glory 
I give you glory in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. People of God, want to lift up your voice and pray in the language of the Spirit. And ascend, ascend, just ascend, ascend. Stay yourself up, stay yourself up, stay yourself up. You're telling God that Father, in the name of Jesus, by your Spirit, stir me up. Empower me, empower me. Grant me grace for tonight's service. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, supernatural comprehension, that ability to understand, assimilate your mysteries tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus, ability to assimilate your mysteries tonight. Supernatural comprehension, understanding of your mysteries, even through the ministration of your word tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and grace to appropriate, grace to I'm <laughs> 
Early in the morning, when the sun rises, we bow before your throne, Lord, and we just want to give you praise. And we are telling God that Father, let your Holy Spirit take preeminence. In Jesus. this meeting, in the name of Jesus, it wasn't of your love. Take preeminence, total control, absolute control, cross. absolute control. In the name Where of the Lord be? Jesus, in the name of the Lord Jesus, in the name of the Lord Jesus, move mightily in our midst tonight. In the name of Jesus, let graces be dispensed, realign our path. In the name of Jesus, impart unto us understanding and grace at the administration of your word. In the name of Jesus Christ, at the administration of your word, impart unto us grace and understanding to be doers and not hearers only. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let the administration of your Lighter, a impart lighter. Unto our path, let it be a lamp unto our feet and light unto our path. In the name of Jesus, Rembe Kopa Hasuliato, Lomo Shaya Gandia, Arabeto Shekemene Kopa, Spirit of the Living God, take preeminence, rule in the in our midst tonight, take control, take charge over everything. In the name of the Lord Jesus, your word says when two or three are gathered together in your name, you are there in your midst. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we welcome you. We acknowledge you, your glory, your presence, your power. Adiato Mosha, Adiato Mosha, Adiato Mosha, Adiato Rinoma Shadia Capale Comalatis, 
session of our series on vision and planning. That is the purpose and the power of vision and planning. Amen. Today, we have so much as, as usual. And it is certain that once we go into the biblical text for tonight's teaching, <laughs> we may have to have two or three sessions for the planning as well. But we trust God to help us. If you are not able to get into the biblical text, we will take them. Um, we will take them and then study them on our own. Amen. But then I will do well to share the principles with us. The principles with us because they are very, very key. Amen. They are very, very key. As we study the Bible text. We would see the principles scattered through those portions of scripture. Amen. Somebody, if you are glad to be connected, you want to leave a comment and type, Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Follow the, the podcast if you haven't followed the podcast yet. Please follow the podcast if you haven't followed the podcast yet. Let's share, let's share to other people as well. Let's share the live show. Let's share. So once again, you are all welcome. Minister Eben, Minister David, Minister Anna, Minister Emmanuel, Minister Jennifer, Minister Stephanie, 
Um, I think, okay, this is all of us. <laughs> yeah, God bless us for joining. Amen. 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 Are we ready for tonight's encounter? Tonight, the theme is the purpose and power of planning. The purpose and power of planning. So, we get into that shortly because we are we are through with everything that has to do with vision. Amen. Maybe in the subsequent months or years, as God keeps us together, we will revisit and then trust God for deeper insight as far as vision is concerned and then planning as well. Amen. Okay, so we get into today's word. Let me do a quick recap, a quick recap of what we looked at when we're looking at the purpose and power of vision. We realized that Vision is not from man's transient thoughts. It is exhumed from God's eternal counsels. Amen. And we realize that in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, God said, let's create man in our image and in our likeness. And so God created man. So man was created intentionally with a purpose. And God reveals that in Jeremiah 29 verse 11. He makes it clear that he has a plan for every life that he created. So we, may, we might have been born according to the, the sayings or the words of our parents or family by a certain form of biological accident unexpectedly. But we are not divine accidents. Amen. We realize we are not divine accidents. Therefore, God has a plan for us. Our true future is not in our own plan. It is in God's plan, that plan that he has for us. And we said that from Isaiah 46, verse 9 and 10, because God's plan stands and his counsel stands, when our visions are rooted in the plan and the counsel of God, our visions cannot fail. Amen. And we said that everything that we are to do that our vision has already been prepared for us because our to tomorrows are in God's past our tomorrows are all in God's past our future is God's past so ours is to dig the only requirement in accessing the vision of God is to begin or to, to seek by prayer so it can be unveiled to us so we can begin to walk in the fulfillment of it. Amen. 
All right. So we also said that a vision that is from God will stand the test of authenticity throughout life. So every vision will be tested. And for that matter, we should get used to the idea of challenges each new season and time. Hallelujah. Because Joseph's vision took him to prison. Samson's vision brought him face to face many times with the Philistines. Jesus' vision had him to endure misrepresentation and aggressive opposition from many of the religious leaders of his days. Amen. And we said with your vision, you write your portion of history in fulfilling God's corporate agenda for humanity in your dispensation. Hallelujah. We said the tools, some tools are made available to us by God to enable us to fulfill vision. And then the first set are gifts, skills, talent. Hallelujah. Gifts. And that includes wisdom and counsel and the rest. And then the second set is made up of men, material, and financial resources. Amen. And then the third set comprises the, our faith, character, and time. They are key determinants and binding glues of vision. And we said that a bad character, for instance, can disintegrate or pull down all the works that, have been, that has been put or that have been put into the building of one's vision. Amen. And we said lack of faith impairs God's vision. Lack of faith in God impairs God's vision for our lives. Amen. We said faith is the ultimate security and insurance to any vision and purpose. Amen. We said vision clarifies purpose and offers direction and source of drive or inspiration to the visionary. Amen. Anything that doesn't feed our vision is a distraction and that which takes away from our vision is a threat and that which fights our vision is an enemy. We said that that which promotes or supports our vision is a helper. And then that which sees eye to eye in accompaniment with our vision is a friend. Then we looked at the steps to capture and write our vision. Desire, preparation, and separation are step one. Waiting on the Lord while seeking for clarity and simplicity as step two. And um, we also looked at writing down the speakings and the pictures of God as step three. Then planning and then action, actionizing as we as the, as the word was coined on that day. And then the next step was to pray and communicate the vision. And then revision and evaluation of your vision. And then the finally initiate, initiation of the vision. Amen. Amen. Then we also looked at the importance of vision. And then the summary of vision. We said V, v is to visualize. That is to apprehend or capture the picture of what God wants you to be or to do. Then I is to in internalize, pair the acronym for vision that we created. And then that is see yourself becoming that which God wants you to be or doing what he wants you to do. Then S is to strategize, carefully plan and design a roadmap, pair the wisdom and the leading of the spirit. I is to initiate. So you move into action once the season is due. You don't keep waiting. You strike while the iron is hot. And then O is for overcome. That is to execute with the spirit and mindset of an overcomer who is willing to get past all obstacles and challenges and hindrances to accomplish the vision. N is to necessitate. That is to be diligently 
driven by the necessity of the burden to accomplish. Amen. Amen. We said God gives the vision and then he helps man to plan it out. Out. That is in partnership. But it is required of man, it is required of us to take the initiative to fulfill the vision. Amen. So we get into today's word. If you are ready, type, I am ready. Please type, I am ready. And don't forget to keep liking the show. Don't forget to keep liking the show. Mark Captain Dove, God bless you. You're welcome. All right, so with that said, let's go deeper, let's go deeper, let's go deeper. Yes, I can see we are all ready. I pray that God will anoint his word and impart unto us deep understanding and beyond all of that grace, graces, graces, abundant graces unto all things. Abundant graces, abundant graces. May God grant you grace to be a doer and deep understanding, to be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A doer that will impart the lives of other people in the name of the Lord Jesus so that our doing will bring fruits and glory to his name. Hallelujah. Oh, shut him in to follow us if you haven't followed us accuracy you're welcome please what's your name what's your name accuracy i think today is our first time seeing i don't know if you've changed your identity or something but it looks to me that today is our first time seeing you okay so purpose and power of planning purpose and power of planning do you know you are the only one God has anointed for your specific vision that he has given you. As we've already looked at, we know the meaning or what vision entails. The meaning of vision or what vision entails. And you are the only one in the face of the entire earth, just like Noah, who was assigned to build the ark for a certain period of years, 120 years. That is probably about someone's lifetime or even longer than somebody's lifetime. So God did not only give him the plan but God gave him the anointing because that was a huge task it was a Herculean task it was a long-term or lifelong goal that required an anointing to accomplish hallelujah so your vision or assignment or purpose will require seasons of preparation and separation please is, is my instrumental too is it too loud say EO you are welcome God bless you for joining us 
Okay, can you hear my voice clearly, please? Okay, thank you. God bless you. I like, I like um, to minister with um, strings a lot. Um, minister Eben knows that. So please bear with me. Okay, so let's continue. You are the only one anointed. You are the only one God has an anointed with a special anointing for the accomplishment of the specific vision he has given you. And then your vision or assignment or purpose will require seasons of preparation and separation. It may even require seasons of intensified prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then it may even be misunderstood by those closest to you. When Jesus told his disciples that I will destroy the temple or I'll break it down in three days and rebuild it in three days, they misunderstood him. They were wondering what he was saying. So it's possible for people around you, closest to you, to misunderstand your vision. It is very possible. And one thing about vision is also one, one other thing about vision is that when we rebel, when we rebel against God's vision for our lives, God may permit painful experiences to correct us just so that He could realign us and teach us the way to go. In the book of Jonah, especially verse chapter 2, you realize what happened to him. That is why we cannot afford to leave. The accomplishment of vision to chance randomized happenings in our lives because when we falter or rebel sometimes painful experiences come our ways but when we are in line just like Daniel even in the lions then God makes provision he makes provision for our safety our security and every other thing that pertains to our well-being hallelujah and it's good to also know that crises are also normal events on the road to fulfillment of our vision or assignment the reason is because the enemy who is our accuser and who fights us daily sends such crises because he understands that the faithful execution and completion of our assignment or vision would wreak havoc to his kingdom. That, that makes it his greatest fear. Hallelujah. Your vision or assignment, therefore, is not your decision. It is your discovery. It is not assumed from your intentions, like we said the other day. It is exhumed from God's word, counsel. We said you are a word. You are a word. You are shot from eternity into time to accomplish a certain divine mandate to reveal a particular aspect of God. Hallelujah. Please don't forget to keep liking the show. Hallelujah. Don't forget to keep liking the show. So you must only attempt to do that which is God-given and God-approved. A vision that is God-given and God-approved. Jesus said, I was sent to the lost sheep of Israel because he understood 
his mission. He knew that was the, 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 uh, the vision for which he came to the earth to accomplish fully approved by God. But by so doing, he now opened the door to the entire race of mankind. After that, his own people rejected him. So a vision that does not have God as its, at its origins can lie and deceive, irrespective of the strategies that inform its planning. A genuine vision from God may also tarry, no matter the amount of planning or prayers that is put into the planning. Hallelujah. That is why the prophet Habakkuk mentioned that. He says, though it tarry, wait for it. It will not tarry. At the end it shall speak. So, visions may tarry, not because they are not genuine. They may tarry because in that period of time, God could be working. There could be the inward workings of character and stature in the bearer of the vision. It could also be in the face of opposition where God is, is, is strengthening the visionary with, with adequate supernatural strength or empowerment to overcome the hindrance or the opposition on their way. Hallelujah. So therefore, praying does not replace planning and planning cannot replace praying in the event of oppositions like this. Hallelujah. Please, someone help us with Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6 through 8. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6 through 8. We are going deeper. Chapter 6, verse 6 to 8. Now we are getting into the word proper. Okay. The Bible says, Go to the ant, O sluggard, or thou sluggard, consider her ways, consider her ways, and be wise. Which having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provided her meat in the summer, and gathered her food in the harvest having no guide so even the ants are visionary that is why God is referring the sluggard who is a man God bless you say E.L. God bless you general so even the ants who are way 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 at the bottom of the food chain Bible says that they have no ruler Yet they provide their food. Cassandra, you're welcome back. They provide their food in the summer and gather their supplies in the harvest. That talks about the visionary attitude of the ant. And that talks about the wisdom that the ant possesses for planning. So one key that has been highlighted about planning here is wisdom. Hallelujah. Wisdom. If you are here, I want you to type wisdom. Wisdom. 
wisdom. So planning to vision or planning is to vision as breathing is to living. Planning is to vision as breathing is to living. Hallelujah. Yes, wisdom. It is wise to plan. Without planning, vision is dead. Without planning, vision is impotent. Hallelujah. Planning is one of the common denominators of all champions. When you interview kingdom champions, even those who are doing well in a secular world, one of the things that they will tell you, if you ask them one of the secrets to their success or the ability to execute their vision the way they do so that they are at the top in their various fields or their respective fields of endeavor, one of the things that you find common running through each of them, their testimony or their answers will be planning. So planning is vital to any man's life. It gives value to purpose or it gives value to vision. Planning eliminates spontaneity. Doing things anyhow on the spare of the moment. Today, I feel like going to visit you and so. That kind of spontaneous attitude. Okay, tomorrow I'll fast. Okay, next week, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to start reading a certain course. Random decisions. That is not how God created us to function. So in his creation of the heavens and the earth, Bible says that he took his time and with a timetable of six days, he completed all the things that are in the earth and the heavens. The works and the, the works and the host of heaven and earth were completed in six days. That is planning according to his vision of creation. So planning empowers your God-given vision to deliver. Hallelujah. That is why vision, every God-given vision will seem impotent without what? Planning. Planning also allows our circle of counsel to analyze, evaluate, and even criticize our goals. Hallelujah. So what is planning? We have, we started from understanding a few things about planning of, yes, and then the link between vision and planning. And now we have come to understand some key aspects of planning. But I want to get into the centrality of planning. What is planning? Planning involves the breaking down of our lifelong and annual visions into yearly, monthly, weekly, or even daily goals and objectives, and seeking the face and wisdom of God to strategically devise steps to their achievement per time against set deadlines. Please, if you are not able to make notes, I think you shouldn't be so worried. Hallelujah. Because after this, we shall be publishing the podcast so that we can revisit and listen. Amen. And as you listen and you are blessed, 
you do well to share. Please don't forget to keep liking the show. Don't forget to keep liking the show. And we can share the live podcast too. Let's share to bless other people. So breaking down our lifelong and annual visions into yearly, monthly, weekly, daily goals and objectives and seeking the face and wisdom of God to strategically devise steps to their achievements per time against set deadlines. Hallelujah. So planning involves setting objectives and determining a course of action for achieving those objectives or those goals. It is a commitment to a particular course of action that is necessary to achieve specific results. Hallelujah. Planning involves committing yourself to a particular course of action by a certain set strategy that is necessary to achieve specific results. So planning begets goals and objectives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Planning takes into account all aspects of vision and helps to progressively achieve our annual and ultimate visions in fulfillment of our assignments and purpose on earth. So far, I am yet to see any plan that does not involve writing because planning requires writing out these goals and ideas in detail to guide as a roadmap. When we write our plans in detail, they guide us as a roadmap so that every step of the way, we are well guided. Hallelujah. Solomon had a plan for the temple. Please, can someone help us with um, 2 Chronicles chapter 3? I wish we may even have to jump this. And another person, Genesis chapter 6, verse 14. Verse 14 to 16. 2 Chronicles chapter 3. Um, let's look at... Verse 1, verse 1, sorry. Three, let's rather jump to... Let's jump to verse... Okay, you let's start from the verse 1. I wanted us to jump to save time, but let's start from verse 1 so that we can we can get a picture. Amen. It says, Then Solomon began to build the, the house of the Lord. God bless you, ministers. Amen, winning, and say E-L. Then Solomon began to build the house of the Lord in Jerusalem on Mount Moriah, where the Lord had appeared to David, his father, at the place that David had appointed on the threshing floor of Onan the Jebusite. He began to build in the second month of the fourth year of his reign. Please, let's, 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 let's post all the way to um, verse 10 or verse 11. Okay, when we get to verse 11, if, if there is a need, the whole chapter 3 actually talks about the plan, how he went about it. If we, want, if we have the, the time, we'll go beyond that. Okay, God bless you. God bless you for the continuation. 
Sa-E-L. Um, I don't know. Your, 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 your scripture, I'm unable to tell what, what verse of the chapter 3. So it's making it difficult for me to follow. Okay, let me continue with uh, Minister Eben's um, post. It says, These are Solomon's measurements for building the house of God. The length in cubits of the old standard was 60 cubits, and the breadth 20 cubits. The vestibule in front of the nave of the house was 20 cubits long, equal to the width of the house, and its height was 120 cubits. He overlaid it on the inside with pure gold. Now take note of how that the measurements of the length and the breadth are all what provided. The decorations, the vestibule, the width, the overlay, all of these things are captured and described. He had a vision. In fact, he wasn't a visioner per se. His, his father David had a vision of building a temple for God. But God says, no, you wait. I'll make your, your, your son Solomon accomplish that vision. And when he, Solomon came on the scene, he followed the plan that was given by God. Hallelujah. The vestibule in front of the nave of the house was 20 cubits long, equal to the width of the house. And its height was 120 cubits. He overlaid it on the inside with pure gold. The nave he lined with cypress and covered it with fine gold and made palms and chains on it. He adorned the house with settings of precious stones. The gold was gold of pavane. So he lined the house with gold, gold, its beams, its thresholds, its walls, and its doors. And he carved cherubim on the walls. And he made the most holy place. Its length corresponding to the breadth of the house was 20 cubits. And its, its breadth was 20 cubits. He overlaid it with 600 talents of gold. So now look at how he took his time. Look at how he took his time to what? To, 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 to build according to the God-given plan for the temple. Hallelujah. Please, if you want to get into this text, believe me, there's so much. I don't want us to come for a part two of this one. So I want to try as much as possible for us to exhaust today's session in just one meeting. Only that I'm trying not to speak too fast as I did the other time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. So Noah was also given a plan. Genesis chapter 6, verse 14 to 16. Please help us. Verses 14 to 16 of Genesis chapter 6. Moses also received a plan for the tabernacle. Hallelujah. And God also gave the people of Israel detailed plans regarding offerings that they were to give. Leviticus chapter 1 all the way to chapter 9. All these things are examples of our divine planning. Amen. Alright. So Noah's Ark. Let me take say E.L. God bless you, Minister E.L. It says, Make yourself an ark of gopher or cypress wood. Make it in the rooms, stalls, pens, cages, and the rest, and cover it inside and out with pitch. That's beautiful. And this is the way you are to make it. The length of the ark shall be, those are dimensions. Its breadth, 50 cubits. Its length, 300 cubits. And its height, 30 cubits. You shall make a roof or, 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 or window. So God gave all the specifics 
to the vision to Noah, the specifics of the ark to Noah, so he could he could build it exactly as he God envisions it. Make thee an ark of gopher with rooms shall thou make in the ark, and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which thou shalt make it of. The length of the ark shall be three hundred cubits, the breadth of it fifty cubits, and the height of it thirty cubits. A window shall thou make to the ark, and and in a cubit shall thou finish it above, and the door of the ark shall thou set in the side thereof, with lower second and the third stories shall thou make it. Hallelujah. This is specifics, specificity. So plan requires details. Hallelujah. We'll get into how to go about planning very soon. And I want to encourage us, let us not become... I know we are all busy, we all have... Um, things to do but this is something i just want to put across if you are committed to something be committed don't only come for what will benefit you hallelujah it is it is it is not a sign of loyalty hallelujah it is not a sign of loyalty and most often when we adopt such approaches we, we fail to get the full benefit of the corporate grace and anointing or blessing that is made available in any meeting or for any ministry. Hallelujah. Say, El, as for you, I know that usually you are on um, official missions. So you are, you are well understood. Amen. Amen. I'm talking to the rest of us. All right. Let's continue. Now, let us narrow planning down into our contemporary world, our, our cycles, our circles, human circles of today. You see that great concert pianists even invest many hours in practice before their concerts. The World Cup, you saw the display of talent in, in, in this 2020, um, 2022 um, World Cup, FIFA World Cup. At the point... It looked like a World Cup or a game that was for anybody. It was not, no longer about the most popular football nations because every team came well prepared. Most of the teams, they came so much well prepared. And just like farmers who are dealing with seasons, that is planting seasons and harvest seasons, every plan or every vision requires a plan that will span all these seasons when you are planted the nurturing the harvest all the way to the storage every planning whether it has to do with a business or a ministry or your career or it has to do with farming anything that that vision is about even if God calls you the one listening right now to build a new ark in modern days maybe cornerstones ark Menus Ark, Cassandra's Ark. It still requires planning. That is why Paul planted, Apollos watered, and then God gave the increase, progressive planning. Hallelujah. Now the seed required for planning is vision. Hallelujah. And each seed that must yield a great harvest requires a planting plan 
a watering and a nurturing plant and then a harvesting plant. You realize that according to the steps we gave per vision, the last step was the initiation of the vision. But before the initiation, we need to plan elaborately. 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 That is why even in our lives, every building begins with a plan. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 4. Every building we have, is a, every, every, especially every building that is worth commending, begins with a very good plan. Businesses, for instance, are built. They are built with business plans. We cannot look at all the examples in Genesis 25, Genesis 6, and Joshua 7. But when time permits, we will revisit some of these things. Amen. Now, how do we plan? When God gives you a vision, or when God gives me a vision, please don't forget to keep liking the show. Amen. I want us to share the show. Let's share the live show to bless other people. Amen. Don't forget to keep liking. If you've been here and you've not liked it since we started, please do so. Please do so. Please do so. For every house is built by some man, but he that builds all things is God. God is the ultimate visionary in all of life because he created the entire universe. The Bible says he's, the, he's from everlasting to everlasting, the uncreated creator of all things. He envisioned the earth and all that is in here, including men, and then he created us. Hallelujah. Please, let's, let's share the live show. Let's share the live show. Let's share it. But after that, God has created us. He empowers us with vision. So we can build and extend or be able to establish His agenda for all of humanity here on earth. So every vision is built by someone. Every house is built by someone. But He that builds all things, He that envisions all things is God. Amen. Are we not sharing the live cast? We don't want to share. Okay. So what, how do we go about planning our vision? How do we plan our vision? Vision should be broken down into goals. And a goal becomes a portion of a vision with a deadline and an action plan to it. Every vision should be broken down into a goal. And we are saying that a goal is a portion of your vision with a deadline and an action plan to it. And every goal must be smartly set. Every goal must be smartly set. Smart in the sense that the goal must be specific. It should be measurable within a certain time frame. Specific. You should know what you want. You just realize from Second Chronicles chapter 3 and Genesis chapter 6, the dimensions and specifics that God gave concerning the building of the temple and then the ark respectively. 
So specificity is key. If you are planning, for instance, your day, the times must be attached and the activity, where and when. It is worth it. Hallelujah. Every vision that's been broken down into a goal must also be achievable. You don't cram too much into 24 hours that you know that you can't even achieve in three days. That is unrealistic. Every goal must be realistic. Every goal must be time-bound. Hallelujah. And then goals can be planned in the short term. That is up to one year. In the mid-term, up to three years. Or in the long term, up to five years. Charles, you are welcome. God bless you for joining us. What's up with Dave? You said you. <laughs> Sami Shaba, God bless you for joining us. Amen. Tonight, we are looking at the power and purpose of planning. Amen. In, in the continuation of our series on the power or the purpose and power of vision and planning. Man, don't forget to keep liking the show. Please follow us if you have not followed us. So goals can be short term, that is up to one year, mid term, up to three years, or a long term, up to five years. Hallelujah. And we said that when it comes to goals or planning, plans should be written down for strategic vision accomplishment. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2. Somebody please help us with that scripture. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2. God bless you for joining us. It says that, And the Lord answered me, God bless you, ministers, Aben, Winning, and Sehiel. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon the tables, that he may run that readeth it. Making it plain upon the table talks about clarity. Clarity. So that even in a limited time space, because the vision is clear, you can what? Accomplish it without any hindrances or without making mistakes. It says write the vision and engrave it so plainly. Write the vision. When it comes to visions and the prophetic, one thing I've been saying is that God believes in writing. So a vision with only an existing mental plan can go extinct at any point in time. It can go extinct when we forget, when it leaves our memory. It can go extinct also on the death of the visionary. Do you know why Coca-Cola, for instance, 
as, a, as, as an international brand, a world brand, I believe there is nobody on this platform or who is listening right now who can say that they have not drunk Coca-Cola for their entire life up to this point in time. Meanwhile, Coca-Cola started producing many, many, many years ago. It is possible for us to grow and not come and meet it. But the reason why we came to meet Coca-Cola today as a brand is because of vision. A written down vision that is passed on from generation to generation. Plan, a plan that is unique to the brand. Hallelujah. So a written down plan ensures protraction and successive accomplishment of the vision upon even the death of the visionary. It ensures especially transgenerational visions. Hallelujah. Even look at how Abraham became a nation. Is it, was it last week I heard I heard of um, how that one of the secular musicians in this country, Ghana, was called for a collaboration with one Jamaican Rastafarian, I think he's Jamaican, who passed on long ago. If I mention Bob Mali, I believe all of us know Bob Mali. Almost all of us here probably have heard of the name, even if you don't know him or know who he is. As a reggae artist, yes. Even though the man has passed on many, many years ago, his legacy still continues because the, the, the plan, the vision has been written down and there are a team of successors who have the vision and are still working with it. The way the vision was broken down into goals and into plans for the subsequent years, whether he was alive or he wasn't alive. And it is being followed through. So, this secular artist in Ghana was there. I don't mention the name. That one I will not mention. When he received a letter on invitation from this um, reggae artist team for a collaboration with a reggae artist, I asked myself, so it, even became a, it has even become sort of a, um, a talk in the media, showbiz, this showbiz business in Ghana. And they are saying that, some people are saying that, how can a living legend receive an invitation for a collaboration with a ghost, a dead, the, 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 the dead? But as far as these Jamaicans are concerned, Bob Marley is not dead. That is the power of vision. He is not dead. And that is how come... This, this Ghanaian artist could go and feature his portion of the lyrics and his lines in whatever track they are producing with the living from the together with the, the, the dead legend who still lives on because of his vision. Hallelujah. Why do we have to write down our plans for strategic vision accomplishment? Insights come alive that were previously hidden. Hallelujah. Truths are much easier to see. Insights come alive that were previously hidden. Truths are much easier to see when we write. Problem areas of our vision 
they begin to emerge while we are writing so we see them and be able to what make provisions adequately according to the wisdom of god weaknesses also become obvious weaknesses become obvious through writing cloudy areas of our visions and our uncertainties become what clear and then we can also say that questions find answers imagine god just giving solomon the vision El blessing god bless you for joining us imagine god giving solomon or david the vision to build the temple or noah that vision to build the ark without any dimensions to it no dimensions to the ark where the windows should be how many windows should be the number of cubits that should comprise the length the length and the breadth and the height and what have you even the kind of wood to use you see when it comes to god when it comes to dealing with god eh, god likes specifics god doesn't like generalizing things that is why even in prayer every mature believer should learn how to pray what mature prayers prayers that are specific to the dealings or that our needs as far as god is concerned it is okay to say god give me a job lord i need a job lord i need a job but even you if your friend should come to you then give me a job or i need a job when it comes to global icon global icon will be like what kind of job do you need because if you need a job you should be specific keller you're welcome god bless you if you need a job you should be specific that is how we human beings behave how much more god so god is a specific god when it comes to vision especially a vision that comes from god god deals with specifics hallelujah god deals with specifics god deals with specifics god deals with specifics so what are some of the benefits of planning planning ahead eliminates stress in the difficult seasons of our lives proverbs chapter 6 and verse 6 to, to 8 bible says go to the ant you sluggard consider her ways and be wise bible says that the ant has no master and yet gathers her food in the summer against the winter the odd seasons of time do we know that all seasons of life are not the same and to maximize time in Ephesians chapter 5 Bible talks about redeeming the time because the days are evil for us to be able to maximize time so that we can be able to achieve our potential with each successive time or season in life do you know it requires that we plan so we can redeem our time or we can redeem the times that is why we need to plan accurately in line with the vision of God for our lives so imagine going through 2023 with no plan anything that comes anything goes if you are there and you receive a call from your friend that let us go to the beach today you follow your friend says that I am going to attend an interview come around come along let's go then you go you are there you see a flyer about a program that is being organized on a certain day of the week with no plan for the week you just say you just see it and by chancing on it you're like this one i'm attending 
it all goes to reveal the weaknesses of lack of planning the weaknesses of lack of planning to a vision that comes from God planning ahead eliminates stress in difficult seasons of our lives imagine a woman and a man who have taken or conceived a child and after not a child conceived maybe two sets of twins in the womb of the woman and as the day approaches for delivery they make no plans no you are come to have four human beings in your house and they are all babies and you are only two and it's going to be difficult taking care of them you make no plans in buying what is required to to take care of them what to wear what to eat adequate um, provisions and diapers and all of those things that babies require imagine the kind of stress and burden that is going to come upon such parents after delivery imagine so even when most when pharaoh dreamt that terrible dream he had of the the, the lean cows swallowing the fat cows after joseph interpreted the dream they were able to put the vision into action and make plans towards what the future so that the the farming that was coming will not hit the land as hard as hard as it would have hit the land without planning hallelujah planning is so important number 2 planning enables to devise strategies and the right decisions for vision accomplishment planning enables us to devise strategies and the right decisions for vision accomplishment luke chapter 14 verse 31 and 32 please help us with the scripture we will finish very soon amen we we'll cut off some things and trust go to help us Or what king going to make war against another king sitteth not down first and consulted whether he he be able with 10000 to meet him that cometh against him with 20000 or else while the other is yet a great way off he sendeth an ambassage and desireth conditions of peace that is planning that is vision that is wisdom that is planning that is vision that is wisdom so you are the king and the commander in chief of the armies of a certain city or town where this city or town comprises every area of your life and you sit as the chief the king the leader 
of this city or town and you are going to war against another city or another king and by your knowledge you know that this king is coming at you with 20,000 soldiers or armed men and you are going with what you or you have only 10,000 is it not wisdom to sit and plan and know that well if I have the vision of starting a relationship a business reading my masters and PhD all in 2023 it is unreasonable because there will be no strategy that I can devise in such a way that a PhD that requires three years three years minimum even taking up to five or six years can be accomplished in just one year together with a master's and then a, a business and then probably marriage or a relationship all at the same time so with a careful plan informed by divine wisdom we're able to make the right decisions come out or devise strategies to be able to accomplish our ultimate vision for life and even the annual or yearly visions that are smaller chunks of the bigger one verse 3 and I said verse 3 sorry number 3 the quality of preparation determines the quality of our performance the reason why Silas God bless you say here we all come back the reason why every vision requires what preparation or every vision deserves adequate planning is because your planning determines your performance your preparation determines your performance poor preparation means poor performance inadequate or woeful planning also means that what inadequate performance imagine we know of the nsm queue in ghana for some time certain schools have trended they have they have hijacked the top as far as the cup is concerned winning it almost sometimes back to back what could be the secret when you talk about golf you can't you can't leave out names like tiger woods talk about tennis serena serena williams talk about football there are stars here i believe that the guys the men or the guys on the platform you are a fan of one team or the other there are stars there are stars and they are standing out because of the quality of their preparation that they put into their training before each game on the pitch so the skills you see Messi put up Ronaldo's tenacity and discipline on the pitch is not automatic it is a result of years and years they many days and months or weeks of preparation and self-discipline with a plan hallelujah so the quality they put into that preparation or the training before they, they hit the pitch for the game determines how well they perform 
four. The fourth point, proper planning guarantees completion of the vision. Luke 14, verse 28 to 30. When we don't have any proper plans in place, what happens is that we are going to start projects and not be able to complete because planning does not only start. Planning goes all the way to the finishing. So you plan. We said that the vision is like a seed. And every seed requires what? Being planted. So in the planting, you know that there should be a nurturing after the planting. There should be there should be a nurturing of the seed that you planted until what? It grows. You take care of the seed until it grows to maturity so it can harvest. That is what Habakkuk meant by at the end it shall speak. At the end it shall speak. A vision that does not speak is an aborted vision. And it is most likely because of either the death of the visionary or poor or inadequate or improper planning. Hallelujah. sufficient to finish it, lest happily after he had laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that behold all that behold it begin to mock him, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish it this is the, the fate that befalls many people Many people, many people, those who fail to put adequate effort into the planning or who plan, but don't plan in a detailed manner, don't plan to the latter. So you want to build. You are going to school for the next four years. What is your plan? For that four years. Level 100, what do you want to achieve or accomplish? Level 200, by level 300 or level 400, what do you seek to accomplish? And after school, what next? Because you don't want to finish school and excuse me to say, be sitting down and become a laughing stock to people. Because every vision, we have realized that every vision has detractors or enemies. Every vision doesn't have only helpers. Vision attracts enemies as well. Hallelujah. So we must sit down and plan to the latter. How to start. How to continue until we finish. That is the nature of God. God created the heavens and the earth in what? In six days. And Bible says that on the seventh day, he rested. On the seventh day, he rested. Jesus almost aborted his vision. In Matthew 26, we realized that in our previous session, that is, I think, episode 24a and 24b, when he cried out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Even prior to crying out that way, 
in Gethsemane, he said, Father, if it be your will, take this cup away from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. But after he received strength, after angels ministered strength to him, he was able to finish that which he started. Why? Because he planned. And in that plan was the necessity for prayer. That is why before the night before his agony, he spent the whole moment praying. Even until his sweat became as it were drops of blood. A medical condition that is described as, as hematidrosis. Or hematidrosis. He planned and then he followed through to the latter. Other than that, he wouldn't have become the lamb that was slain. He would have probably become the lamb that, ro- that ran away from the cross or the lamb that escaped the cross. So what are some of the things that inform our futuristic approach to strategic planning and divine partnerships to vision accomplishment? Every plan must involve a direction. And the direction is determined by the vision. Hallelujah. Where are you headed? Where are you headed? Where do you want to go? Where do you want to be? Or what do you want to become? That could become that could be the direction of your life. Every plan must involve dedication. Giving ourselves to it. Are you looking at starting a business? With all you are currently involved in right now, are you sure you have adequate time to stay dedicated so that when it comes to expanding, increasing supplies, or being able to meet the increasing demand, you'll be able to what? Satisfy without compromising on quality. Are you sure you'll be that dedicated so that the business that you started will not collapse along the way. This is, a, 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 this is one approach we must consider carefully in our strategic planning and even in the kind of partnerships we venture into in order to accomplish our visions. Then determination is another key. Daniel purposed in his heart that he will not defile himself. Daniel chapter 1, the verse 18 or 19. I think somebody, if you can just cross-check that and help us. Daniel purposed in himself not to defile himself, not only him, but with, together with the other three Hebrew boys, not to defile themselves with the king's portion of meat and wine. Determination. Jesus was determined he was determined to accomplish his vision. So even in the book of Philippians, it was revealed. Philippians chapter 2. Bible says that, Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. The joy 
of accomplishing his vision, endured the cross, despising the shame, overcoming the opposition, and because of that today, he sat at the right hand side of the Father, at the right hand of the Father. Are you determined? Jesus needed to be determined to endure beatings. A creator enduring the beatings of his creation. A creator enduring the humiliation of his creation. A creator who willingly subjected himself to such harm, such contradiction, because for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting or eternal life. So he endured the contradiction of sinners within himself. How determined are you? Will you just give up because your parents are criticizing the time you sleep, the time you wake up, how busy you are getting? Are you going to give up because your friends are complaining that due to this vision you are spending less and less time with them? You are fasting too much. Every day you are praying. Every day you are joining meetings here and there. Are you going to give up? The Spirit of the Lord are you going to give up because the things you have been expecting, you've been expecting growth for a number of years now, and you are not seeing any signs of the growth? Are you going to give up? Because it's been two years, it's been three years. Or you are tempted to write the, the exam for that professional course four good times and failed. Are you going to give up? What does your vision look like? And are you determined enough to accomplish it? Bible says that for the joy that was set before him, speaking of Jesus, he endured the cross, despising the shame. There was shame to it. Just imagine your own children seeing you or your own children taking you to the police station. For abuse or for torture or for the fact that they don't like your parenting skills or taking you to the court for some strange reasons imagine how humiliating that will be how you are going to become the talk of the town because people are going to be wondering how you raised your kids what probably might be wrong with your children or your family such that your own children That is what happened to Jesus. But determination and the zeal of doing the, the, the will of the Father enabled him to get over every hindrance and challenge. The next thing is discipline. Discipline is very necessary in the futuristic, futuristic approach to strategic planning and divine partnerships to vision accomplishment. 
where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. So the moment we have visions, we must be ready to discipline ourselves. Restraint talks of discipline. I am sleeping at this time. I am waking at this time. With the 12 hours of the day I have at my disposal, two hours, maybe one hour for my devotion, three hours for my meetings and Christian activities, four hours for um, other things, all the activities of the day, another four hours or five hours for work, and then you divide, you put a plan, you put, you put a plan to every part of the day. Hallelujah. You know, God bless you. God bless you. It is very necessary. It is very necessary. Discipline is required to be able to achieve every goal that forms a component of a vision. If the vision must speak, discipline is key. Discipline is not only in the, our timing, it, 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 is, it is also involved or we Discipline also involves our associations, choosing the right people, choosing what to eat, what not to eat. These are all keys. Hallelujah. Then deadlines. We said that when, when we break our visions down into goals, each goal must have a deadline. Every goal must come with a deadline. A deadline to it. So, for instance, I have started a yearly Bible plan. A Bible reading plan which I'll be introducing to us very soon so that those of those of us who want to go with the flow we can start in February for the next 10 months it's not one year it's 10 months so I have deadlines to every the number of chapters to read each week and then each month if you have a plan for instance to raise an amount of money to start a business, you should have a deadline that by this, by so and so time, I should have saved so and so amount. I should have gotten the equipment ready. I should have written my business plan down by so and so time. If it is not a sole proprietorship business, but it is that of partnership, then I must begin praying into the prospective partners and begin even talking to the prospective world partners. I should be able to put all of these things in place. That is what makes vision speak. Habakkuk said that but at the end it shall speak. So any vision that doesn't speak at the end, like I said earlier, is aborted. It is of no value. Ghana is enjoying independence today because of one man who single-handedly came out with a very proactive vision. While others were saying independence within the shortest possible time, this guy understood the mind of God and divine procedures. So he said, no, if you want me involved in this, I am not going to buy into this within the shortest possible time thing. I want to buy into independence now, now. So, Dr. Osajefo Kwame, Francis Kwame, Iwiao Nkrumah, now champion the cause 
for the independence that we are enjoying today even though there is a, a, a certain touch and a feel of neo-colonialism in our governance today but for the deadline that he set within the shortest possible time so then Ghana became what the first country in sub-saharan Africa and one of the very 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 first earliest countries to attain independent independence in Africa from colonial rule vision must have deadlines when it comes to this planet so aside the knowledge of divine procedures the knowledge of management principles is key to successful planning and execution of vision hallelujah hallelujah we realize that as for the management procedures please we can't go there else we won't finish let's skip that let's skip that maybe another time or if you want us to have a part two we can come and look at that and even delve deeper into the visions and the plans of the other people that we um, were looking at or we're supposed to look at from Joshua 7 Genesis 6 2nd Chronicles um, 3 and the rest amen I think Genesis 32 so we said that vision involves some three categories of tools for accomplishment and both categories require adequate knowledge of principles of management and growth principles of planning management and growth and we saw we realized from the previous episode episode 24 I think that yeah the A and B that God gives us the tools of gifts skills and talents as his abstract equipment for the fulfillment of what our vision the gift of tongues and I if god me. gives us these things usually they the come of the Lord. they come as Somebody. raw materials every gift the Holy Ghost requires refinement every skill requires practice for perfection and the same applies to talent Talent must be managed. Hallelujah. As we plan, we manage. The second set of tools for vision fulfillment, men, material, and financial resources. When you need, for instance, eight, eight, eighty thousand dollars to start a business. And you pray to God according to the vision he has given you and he releases the money and he gives you men and you're able to acquire the resources the material resources needed to start this business to get it going Do you know that adequate management of the men that God gives you to support the vision or the human resource and the material resources, proper administration are required 
through planning to be able to attain the vision. Number three, the last set of tools for vision fulfillment that we need to plan alongside. We need to acquire adequate knowledge of the principles of planning and management for their growth is faith, character, and time. Time is the most expensive currency on the face of the earth. So whatsoever consumes your time is actually consuming your, your life. Character is a very expensive asset. When it is broken, as far as vision is concerned, nothing works anymore. Faith is the ultimate security to every vision. In fact, faith in God, not faith in ourselves. So where faith is lacking, vision is impaired. So we must have a plan to grow our faith. A plan of prayer, a plan of Bible studies, so we can grow our faith because faith comes by hearing. Looking out for biblical examples of men who have followed the same line of the vision God has given us, and then the, the tenacity of purpose and character with which they pursue the vision. Hallelujah. Now let's look at the keys. We have just 10 minutes. I want us to be fast. Keys to effective planning. Now please somebody help us with James chapter 1 verse 5. That is the, 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 the scripture back in the first point. The first key is to ask God for wisdom. The vision comes from God. Therefore, the wisdom to its planning must come from God. Hallelujah. Central corner, you're welcome. God bless you. The vision comes from God. So therefore... The wisdom for its planning must come from God. The Bible says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given unto him. It shall be given him. We need wisdom to inform the planning. The second key is to write your plan out in detail according to the wisdom of God and available information. Every vision that God gives you, Every vision that God gives me is a responsibility that has been put in my hands. If I make no findings about it, it is certain the vision will not speak. It is certain I will go nowhere. So if God gives me or if God gives you a vision for a ministry, maybe an evangelistic ministry, because of the calling into that specific administrative office of the evangelist, then I must give myself to learning. Daniel said, and I understood by books the captivity, according to the number of years which the captivity of the people of God must be. I understood by books. So the wisdom is from God and some wisdom may come from life's experiences but the knowledge comes from our learning we must apply ourselves to acquire information so we can write out our plan in detail according to the wisdom and the wisdom of God and available information Habakkuk chapter 2 
verse 2, write down the vision, make it plain. Keys to effective planning, make it plain upon the tables that he may run. Who sees it or who reads it? And we said that one of the keys to transgenerational vision accomplishment is a detailed plan. So that year after year, decade after decade, the vision lives on even after the death of the visionary. Incrumer lives on. Why would the world and BBC vote somebody who has been dead for many, many years? I think Incrumer died in um, 1972. After he was overthrown in um, the year 1966 and went into exile in Guinea and then um, elsewhere in Africa. Hallelujah. Oh, General, please, thank you for being with us. God bless you. God bless you so much. It was an honor having you around. So please, we'll, we'll stay in touch. Stay in touch. Why would the BBC vote him as the African personality of the millennium, not the century. Please take, take note. Not the century. A century is a period of 100 years. We are talking about a period of 1,000 years. The most, uh, the most influential African. It was because his vision was bigger than himself. And his vision lived beyond him. Hallelujah. Nkrumah was so influential because of his vision. In a time when Nelson Mandela was alive, Mobutu Seseku, Haile Selassie, um, uh, uh, um, Saddam Hussein, is hey, Saddam Hussein, um, this man, Mugabe, Robert Mugabe, and um, this uh, Libyan leader who was killed by the Americans, I've forgotten his name. All of these people were there. Vision is very important. Hallelujah. How we plan it is important. Number three, involve input from your circle of bodily counsel. Ecclesiastes 4 verse 9. Please somebody help us with Ecclesiastes 4 9. Proverbs 11 verse 14. First Chronicles 12 verse 32. Involve input from your circle of godly counsel. Bible says that two are better than one and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Because, yeah, because they, they, they have a, a good reward for their toil. So you should have a team, a leader over you, or an instructor whose input you trust, whose judgment you trust, who now informs or who helps you assess your vision, the planning the that you are putting to your vision. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 14. Proverbs 11, verse 14. The Holy Ghost sent from heaven. We have just three minutes, so I'm going to rush through the last part. Let's, let's, let me go to the fourth key. Keep a daily planner and follow on a daily basis. This ties to discipline. We must deliberately, intentionally be disciplined about the achievement of the goals that are linked to our vision. Number five, have a picture of your desired end and conclusion so that the vision can speak. Six, maintain flexibility for the unexpected. There must be flexibility. You don't know. Life comes with some surprises of a sort, okay? Where there is no guidance and people falls. But in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. King James says that in abundance of 
in the multitude of counsel, there is safety. Hallelujah. So every vision, every vision must have the input of what? Counselors. The sound input of counselors. And then the seed key, we said maintain flexibility for the unexpected. When you are setting out, for instance, for the day, because anything could happen, knowing you are in a rainy season, for instance, you carry an umbrella. Probably the weather report predicted otherwise, but you don't want anything to what? To, 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 to hinder you from your plans and your goals for the day. So you plan, you make it flexible, you make room for the unexpected. Hallelujah. You should have a contingency plan. Number seven, cons- constant consultation of your lifetime mentor, which is the Holy Spirit. John chapter 14, verse 6. Bible says that when he comes, when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide us into all truth. So we must be in constant communion with him. Because he will guide us. Sometimes his voice to you may be the voice of your leader, or your counselor, or your instructor, or your mentor. But no matter that, no matter what, irrespective of that, you should have a relationship with him. Hallelujah. And the more thorough your plan, the easier the execution and the more successful the vision. Hallelujah. Now let's look at the last part. Yes, the last part based on a few things that we have jumped. Balanced approach to areas of planning our vision. Unfortunately, I won't be able to touch on the differences between vision and planning. We'll just leave it at that. Maybe I'll do that by speed. I'll do it speedily. The balanced approach to areas of planning. Planning vision. Life in all of its shapes and departments can be likened to a wheel with six spokes. And for that matter, every vision should consider planning along these six these six key lines or spokes. The first is the spiritual word steady. Your vision should be planned around work, study, prayer, ministry, and personal spiritual growth, as well as fasting. As you are planning your ultimate vision, because your, your vision, like we, we, we stated at the beginning of the podcast, we said that there, it might require moments of preparation and separation, where you have to wait on God concerning some key matters. Through prayer and well study or fasting, hallelujah. The second, the second spoke or point is family. They are the reason you are you to live and make a living. God does not isolate family a lot of the times when it comes to vision. Hallelujah. So when he was creating man, he created the family system. The next point is financial area. The financial spoke or part of our vision or our planning involves our career our job and then the business basket the fourth is the physical that is the health aspect of our lives health and well-being because health is wealth then mental the he- a healthy mind is ne- necessary for the acquisition of knowledge and wisdom and the ultimate accomplishment of vision it is also necessary for personal development through education Mental. So we are talking about the mental aspect, educating the mind as part. Then the last part is the social, the social aspect of the balanced approach 
planning our vision, relationships, society, and charity. Hallelujah. The social aspect involves our relationships. You have different kinds of relationships. Your marriage, your corporate relationships, your, your mentor-mentee relationships. Those are official relationships. Your family relationships. Your different kinds of society, charity, and the rest. And then any if any of these areas or these key areas are out of alignment, life goes easily out of balance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our time is up. And so we want to lift up our voice and bless the name of the Lord for a successful meeting today. Hallelujah. God bless you for staying. We want to bless the name of the Lord. We have just one minute to be out of here. Father, we bless you. We give you glory. We adore you. Thank you for a moment of enlightenment. Thank you for breathing upon us. Thank you for deep understanding as far as planning is concerned. So we can plan our year and our, our life ultimately with understanding and with wisdom. Father, we bless you. Lord, we give you glory. We love you and we thank you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. People of God, I love you all. I'm glad to have you. Thank you for staying with us. Thank you for liking the show. Follow us if you have not followed the podcast. Amen. And um, we meet again on Monday for a prayer session. Next week, we shall be learning on fasting. Amen. We shall be learning on fasting, but we pray as well. So come prepared. We meet here on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 10, 30 to 12, 30 or 12, 40, as we have now. So God bless you. See you. We'll stay in touch. Bye, 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 bye.